Soldier Field, 24-17. Bears trying to get their 10th win. Here's the boot up in the air. Going up for it. Allen Robinson, he's got it! I want to see the Bears give him an opportunity to prove that he can do this. He's got the ball at the 43-yard line. When all the signs in the world were there. I think that'll be a fade-to-black moment with Allen Robinson taking it out of the air. That's what you're really hoping for that they really contribute to the team each year, and that you build a great base and foundation. And these loyal fans have been rewarded for their loyalty. It was, it was, it was awesome. It's, we picked up right where we left off. It was fantastic. And they have a Bears team to be proud of right now. Takes the snap, takes a knee, they head to the field. The Bears have won it! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of 34 to Glory. I am your host, Tyler Flesh, joined by my father and co-host, Brian Flesh. Hey there. All right. Uh, look, um, I just want to explain something on the front end of this podcast. I don't know how many people listen to this program with children or people in the car that are sensitive to foul language, but... Uh, Here's your warning on the front end. I'm about to use some very, very colorful language in this podcast. Also, it is rated E for explicit. So, like, yeah, just heads up. Yeah, so. if, if you've listened to our other podcasts, we've uh, there's been a um, curse word, you know, that, that's happened a few times. I, like, literally last podcast, I asked uh, <laughs> how much dick or something. Yeah. Dick sucking with Ryan Pace is basically yeah. so... Yeah, well, we're already there. We're already we're, we're there. The we're, we've we've already kicked it off. It oh wow. Let's before we get into we are recording on Wednesday. The reason we're recording on Wednesday is we thought maybe something would happen. Something did happen. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm just going to get it out in front. We'll get to our thoughts and our feelings about this, and we'll get to it on the front end. But Brian Pace and Matt Nagy stay. There's no changes. Uh, Chuck Pagano retires, and that's it. Okay. Before we get into all that, let's talk about the game. Let's talk about the Saints. Um, Were we not a juggernaut offense in that game? My goodness. Look, the fact is... (laughs) Trubisky has won this offseason by moving out of Chicago. He's actually in a better place by not re-signing with us. Oh, And I truly mean that. And I've gotten to the point now where I don't know if Trubisky is that bad. He lacks self-awareness, and we'll talk about what he did in the game. Oh, he's that bad. He's that bad. Okay, now hold on, though. Is he that bad, or is it our coaching? And Is it because... What the hell was that play calling, man? Oh. I'm Dan, I mean, they're not like I get listen, I get trying to hide your quarterback. This is the last game. He's not there next year. You don't want to put Nick Foles in. Let him sling it. We had one bomb to Weems. Weems drops it. Weems should not even be on the team because he got in the fight with the Saints last time we played. Weems, yeah. in my opinion, should be gone. He's well, not even that good. No, he's. I was going to say, what has he done for us ever since he's been with the Bears? Lack Seriously. Of, lack of leadership. Yeah. Yeah. Strike one, Nagy. Well, I, I will... Strike ar- one on a million. Yeah, I will argue that both are bad. Um, Trubisky is bad. 
And I would argue that Nagy's play calling when he was calling plays, and who knows how much um, the offensive yeah, coordinator was really calling and, and Nagy was really calling. But um, yes, uh, Trubisky is that bad. I don't know anymore is what I'm trying to explain to you. I don't know. And I don't think you can clearly sit here and say that he's that bad because of the coaching that we have seen. It is alarming. It is insane. The What was the game plan, Dad, to roll over for the Saints? Oh, yeah, it was. I mean, come on. Even, even the national announcers at halftime were saying, hey, why don't you let the kid just throw it? Well, he's not letting the kid throw it because he has no faith in the kid. That does, but that, again, again, not on Mitch Trubisky. Again, on Matt Nagy, Dad. I, I, I agree. So how bad is he? Because he won't let him sling it around? What, what would have happened, Dad? What would have been the outcome? Would we have lost? Oh, wait, 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 wait. We did lose. Yeah. So what's the... Again, I am I am not saying that that we should not have let Mitch throw the ball. It's a playoff game. What do you have to lose? Throw the doggone ball. Thank right? you. And that's what I'm that's, trying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not. But at the same time, I'm not willing to say even if Mitch had thrown for 400 yards and I've, and got really hot and thrown a bunch of long passes that all of a sudden he is good. He is not good. No, but I'm not. I'm not saying that either. But could he be good? Yeah. That's yes. what I'm trying to say. He could, because he could Dad, have been good in that situation. No, 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 no. No, like, I don't, you're not understanding what I'm trying to lay forth. And I'm going to explain it to you. Is he going to be good? Because what I'm trying to tell you is, I have gone, Dad, from the total extreme. I have gone from... Mitch sucks. He should never be in this league to, oh my God, we can't coach. Oh, that's the problem. And it's gone from, is it Mitch's fault? Really? Are we that bad of coaching? Because everyone is going to shit on this team. Everyone. Khalil Mack has gone downhill since we've got him. I, uh, Robert Quinn got paid and sits on his ass. Yeah. That, mean, meanwhile, Floyd is tearing it up for the Rams. He is not playing bad for the Rams. Boy, did we fuck up. We could have traded him. We could have done something with him, but we don't. So that's what I'm trying to explain to you. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, he's, you know, make excuses for Ch Mitch and say, oh, yeah, he is good. What I'm saying is, are we going to eat crow again? I am worried that he's going to go out and he's going to develop and he, you're going to be like, damn, actually, he he's a decent backup. Like, he can win you some games. Yeah, I, I I don't doubt he could be a decent backup. And I don't doubt that our coaching sucks this year. I mean, anyone watching our, our offense and the plays that we're calling that has half a brain in their head well, is going, okay, you know what? How many times can we run the same five-yard sideline play? I mean, really, what do we have? Three three plays in our on our playbook? But that's what I'm trying to explain, Dad. And I think you're with me. Look at I the am with look, you. Look at the extremes we've gone. We've gone from Nagy's a genius and a good coach to his first year to then two eight two years of eight and eight. What is happening? Oh, well, yeah. What is and happening? They, and they were completely different teams. The 
the the first year was a completely different team in terms of plays, in terms of motion. I mean, it's it's almost as if that year was this magical year, and then all of a sudden, Nagy and the rest of his group forgot about what worked and what got them there. And I can't even rec- I don't even recognize this Bears team in the last two years. I don't even recognize it from from the first year. Just the truth. No, I'm completely with you. Um, another thing too is that I don't know, man. Like, there's so much. Let's get into a little bit of the game before we start talking about the futures, because there there is some stuff that I do want to get on Mitch about. But again, it is it, it, this this one's both. This is coaching and just just knowing how to play the game. I mean, fourth down, it's fourth and four, and classic Mitch again. Everyone and I have talked to people, and they're like, "Well, what was he supposed to do?" There's a guy right there. Uh, not run out of bounds. You don't want to see your quarterback run out of bounds. You want to see him to make an effort. Like, okay, if he jumps and he's going out of bounds and he's like going to get hit and he jumps and he just extends the ball, this is a playoff game. And we made it look like it was a preseason game yeah. with starters. I, yeah, it, it was amazing. When I saw that play, I'm like, so what did you expect that to get you? I, I just wanted to ask Mitch after the play. Hey, Mitch, you made that decision to run out right there. Like, what was that? To live and fight another day kind of decision? Plus, I didn't I didn't like the play calling on that play. I thought it was a terrible um, uh, call. I, I just, just thought we could have well, come Well, no, he, I mean, it was a throw, and he decided he opted to run. So in that situation, that's on Mitch. I mean, you got to, you got to, I mean... We'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get, we'll into, get into, into that. We'll get into playoff mentality because we did not have playoff mentality. Oh, no. And then, and now not. we're and now we're carrying over everything we, as Bears fans right now, we are living a nightmare. This is a nightmare scenario. We remember when I said earlier in the season to hit the panic button, now hit the Armageddon button. Hit the bomb shelter button. I have n- never been this discouraged as a Bears fan. Real quick, let's talk about one, t- two more plays. I want three more. I want to talk about three more plays. Two more plays, one more situation. Situation, Mitch, <laughs> buddy, <laughs> there's two-minute warnings before the half and at the game. There's a point in the game, and I'm pretty sure like I'm so mad on other things now, and it's Wednesday, so forgive me, listeners, but I'm pretty sure it was before half. It was. Mitch gets the call. There's like 15 seconds. It's 2.15 on. We run a play. We throw a play. Middle of the field, we get the play. We get the first down, whatever. It doesn't really matter the yardage. Because Mitch starts going, Cobra 46, Cobra, or whatever he's yelling. His cadence, his play, he's getting everyone to the line. Line up, line up. Boo, 18. And then they blow the whistle. Mitch literally mouths, looks around and goes, what? He had no self-awareness, Dad, or no idea that it was the two-minute warning. Yeah. and that- I, I know. It is amazing. Now, you might think that if this is a rookie's first year in the NFL, you might think, okay, I can forgive him. But even a rook ought to kind of know about the two-minute warning. 
um, and have some awareness. He was surprised. He had a look of surprise on his face. Yeah, he has the same look. Yeah. So, so, you know, that doesn't change about Mitch. And once again, it, it adds more credence to this is another thing of why he is just not a starting quarterback, maybe a backup somewhere. I'll give you that. Not a starting quarterback. The other play I want to talk about is Anthony Miller literally gets thrown out of the game, for which he should, by the way. It was a bonehead move. There's no defense for Anthony Miller no, on this No, there's one. not. He clocked the guy right across the face, and you know he got out, and that's the same guy that the Weems got into a fight with. So that guy is one hell of a shit talker. Again, Dad, this comes down to coaching. This comes down to the locker room being lost completely. You took the words right out of my mouth, Tyler. Here's what I'm thinking. When you start to see teams that start to take wax at other people, you think of they lack discipline, they lack strong leadership. Good teams with strong leadership are not doing those kind of things. I'll tell you what. The other thing, too, is... um, I'm going to pick on our tight end, Komet. That's where I was going um, next. He also is, you can hear it on the on the ref's mic. He is a loudmouth. He's, he's a hothead. He's, he's a hothead. He's talking back. Um, I, keep, I kept wondering that whole game, Chuck Pagano, where are you? Why don't you get all of your guys Chuck. to... Yeah, the, I mean not Chuck. I'm not not Chuck, but I was going to say, I was uh, like, Whoa. why don't you get all your guys together? I'm sorry, I was thinking of something else. Why don't you get all your guys together on the side and huddle them up and say, "Listen, this is not professional football." Because there's none of that. There's no literature. No, Matt Nagy is a pushover, and there's no leadership there. I want to talk about this play though. Cole Komet's been running his mouth a lot. I don't mind that. Run your mouth all the time. In fact. I think running in your mouth, I know a lot of people hate it, but it gets people worked up. You could see, okay, like DK Metcalf this weekend. Oh, DK, if you got that pissed in the first quarter of a playoff game, buddy, you're in for a long career because they're like sharks to the water and you are a wounded seal, buddy. They Sharks smell- to blood? Sharks to blood. Sharks to water. Yeah, of course sharks are going to be good. Jesus, I'm so pissed. Anyhow, he's like a wounded seal out there. They smell the blood and they're coming. The same thing is happening with Cole Komet. I have no idea what he's doing. Look, I've heard the defense out there of when he tossed the ball and he got called for taunting that he tossed it to the official. You can buy that all you want. I don't. I don't buy it at all. Does it go to the official? Yeah. But he knew what he was doing. There was an official in front of him, a a player, and then an official. And he threw it to the official behind. Why are you mouthing off to someone and then throwing the ball to the official? Yeah, it's just stupid. Here's the thing. Maybe, since there's no one in the stadium, if you really want to do that, say, hey, ref, here's the ball. Something to that nature. Instead, he's mouthing back and forth with the guy from the Saints and then just tosses the ball. And it looks like he tosses it at him to taunt him. First off, Cole Komet in the NFL... Fucking learn how to play your position. And yes, I'm going after him. He had a horrible fucking year. He could be another bust in the making. Just quit running your mouth. I don't know if Jimmy Graham taught you that on the bench, but just shut up. You're getting your ass whooped the entire game. You see how stupid Juju Smith-Schuster looked against the Browns? Don't be Juju. Just, I don't mind talking shit. 
But then we get a 15-yard penalty because you're being a dumbass. Yeah. Well, it's it's just totally undisciplined teams. And it's an undisciplined team effort. It's it's individuals being out of sync. Out, you know, it's the whole thing is just not coordinated. It lacks total leadership, which is extremely disappointing. You know, Mitch is not the leader of offense. Everyone knows that. So then, who is the leader on offense? No, when one. it's not your quarterback, we don't have one. I know. I know. That's that's pretty tough. And it reflected in the halftime score too. I mean, you know, big three points at half. I mean, big three points all the way to the fourth quarter. I man. know. I know. It's just it was it was just a pathetic. You know. You want to you want to know something really pathetic? Cody Parkey scored more points than the whole Bears offense. Yeah. Cody Parkey scored more points on Sunday than the entire than Bears. the entire Bears offense. See, that is just so sad on so many levels. And for those people who were saying Mitch Trubisky is back, he's going to show what he can do in the playoffs. There you go, gang. For all, I'm not a Mitch hater. I'm a Mitch realist. And for all of you who thought that this zebra changed his stripes and he was going to have this amazing game in the playoffs, um, I think you saw what the amazing game looked like. I'm going towards that, by the way. I'm going towards that other narrative right now. I'm drifting towards the narrative of, wow, is he good? Because I don't know, Dad, because every single motherfucker on this staff sucks. They suck. You know what happened today? Let's talk about what happened today. Because now I'm fired up. I'm done with the Saints game. Fucking pathetic performance. Obviously, you know what? I am not done with the Saints game. Jimmy Graham, thank you. You spoke for everyone. You spoke for everyone. He catches a touchdown pass, an amazing catch, and he's like, fuck this. And runs off in the locker room. Jimmy Graham, thank you. That's the best thing you've ever done for this organization. Back to the offseason. Back to today. Back to the bullshit that happened today. First off, Ryan Pace, I don't trust you. You have a fade and you gel your hair. You're a 36-year-old man. Knock it off. That You should not hire a 36-year-old man that still gels his hair. There's other product. You look like you're in high school. He probably still wears Axe body spray. I don't want to hear it. I am so fired up. I watched the conference. It was stupid. It was bullshit. I can't stand it. Let's focus on one thing at a time, though. Naggy dad. You spoke to it earlier. The lack of leadership in that locker room. They, they, oh, and I'll get on the McCaskies. No one's safe in this podcast. (laughs) I am blown away. They said George McCaskey came out and said that the way he still brought the team together, blah, 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 blah. During a six-game losing streak and the way he brought it together and how they still fought to be a team. Listen, you dumb motherfuckers. They did not, did not fight. They played horrible teams. We sat here and we said, okay, and you know what? Another thing, the Saints aren't that good. We are lucky to God we did not beat them and get our ass handed to us the third time by the Packers. You can't lose to division rivals like that. Yeah. For those of you who were saying, oh, look, we're scoring 30 points a game. Look who the hell we're scoring against. 
Gang, 30 points. Heck, we got high school teams in this area that can score 30 points on some of these teams. This it, it's, it's not a reflection that the offense was turning it around. It's a reflection that you're playing very, very poor teams. And when you run up against a good one, guess what happens? No, but we, it's so transparent. But like I said, the Saints aren't that good this year. Drew Brees looks like he's going to retire at the end of the year. I, I can't wait to see how they do against Tampa Bay. The locker room is lost, okay? We have no offense. I don't know what... Okay, I said this to you earlier. We are doing a rebuild with the people who already tried the rebuild. Basically, what happened is we built a shitty house, and now we're hiring the same contractor who built the shitty house to build us another one. I don't understand what the fuck we are doing. This I've never been this devastated in 33 years of being a Bears fan. Ever since I was born, I, I you know I count that I you know, and, and ever since I was old enough to understand and, and and watch the players and and watch it, I I I didn't realize that this ownership is fraudulent. Well, it's it's the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing and expecting different results. And that's exactly what we're about to do. We're well, about to do the same thing and all of a sudden expect some kind of different result. Right? Well, is it insanity or is it ching, cha-ching, cha-ching? Because basically, I feel that the McCaskies are, are doing all this for the money and George Hallis is rolling in his grave. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would think so on that note. I mean, it's not about winning. You and I talked briefly today over the phone because we were both kind of upset. And, you know, what's really clear is that this is not what winning franchises do, not what winning teams do. These moves are what losing teams do and people who are really struggling to find their identity do. I, I, I have not done this yet, but I would like to go through Phil Emery's draft picks compared to Ryan Pace. I don't know why Emery... I know I bring this up a lot. I don't know why Emery got the short list. I don't understand why Emery got it. I don't understand why Pace continues to do this. Guys, in the last eight seasons, we've only been over 500 one time. One time yeah. in the last eight, and we're going into six seasons of Ryan pace yeah let me just let me just read off a few statistics with with good old with good old ryan pace okay let me just read that's off in six seasons we have one season with an above 500 record that was 2018 we have two playoff appearances one playoff appearance was only because they expanded the playoffs to seven to a seventh seed and we have zero playoff wins. Zero. That, that's horrendous. That, you, you keep... The Eagles fired Doug Peterson after, you know, he won a Super Bowl. Their and first he, ever. And he had a better record. And they fired him. But we're keeping these guys? Yeah. Does that make any sense to you? The other thing I want to bring up about Pace, Pace back in March of 24th, 2015, 
said, I think it's a good idea. Listen to this, gang. I think it's a good idea to add a quarterback every year regarding the NFL draft. What does he do? What does he do? He doesn't draft a quarterback every year. In six drafts, Pace has a grand total of one draft pick of his 39 picks was a quarterback. And that one draft pick, he paid a king's ransom for that quarterback. Yeah, it was Trubisky. Wow. If that doesn't if that doesn't fire you up as a Bears fan, this is the this is the GM we're keeping, gang. Now obviously know who you're keeping. Obviously, you're older than me. Have you ever seen anything like this with this organization? No. I have not. I mean, we've we had we had tough times before Ditka became a coach. I mean, we went through some horrendous, but you know what? There was Wonstatt. always that. Yeah, there was one stat there. I mean, we had guys that were just absolutely terrible. But you know what? They kept the front office kept changing and fighting. Okay, he didn't work. Let's try another one. He didn't work. Let's try another one. We we right now it just feels like they're complacent. Like, okay, we'll just keep these guys. Things really aren't going uphill. I mean, I mean downhill. I mean, we're not really making any progress as a team. Mm-hmm. So, so you got to wonder: Does winning really matter? Is is what you said true? Is it about the money? I think it is, and I also feel like the McCaskies are running this like a frat. Um, all the fraternity brothers are tight, and Ted Thompson is tight. Ted Thompson should lose his job. The fuck has he done? Eight years. We haven't had a winning record. We've only had one one season above 500 in the last eight years. Good job, Ted. Let's give it up for you. I mean, unfucking believable. But again, it starts with your leadership and your ownership, and that starts with the McCaskies. And the McCaskies have not done shit. I want them to sell the team. I can't handle it anymore. It doesn't make sense how they're running this team. Ted Thompson needs to go. Ryan Pace needs to go. It's time to clean house. Today's press conference, all they did was dodge questions, him and Pace. Look it up, people. You can see it. They all dodged the questions. The reporters were actually asking them some good questions, except some of the reporters who were just lobbing up softballs all day, just getting paid to write fucking puff pieces on the Chicago Bears. But there was actually some media members that were actually grilling them. The fact of the matter is, we cannot build a winning culture on mediocrity. And mediocrity is 8-8. Eight and eight. That's the definition. Of being middle of the road. Nothing's changing. We're Pace kept saying, Oh, we're young. We're young. We have we're young all over the field. We are not. You let your bet you drafted a middle linebacker who showed promise and you kicked him to Oakland. And then you stick you are such a big name whore, Ryan Pace. You are such a big name whore. Oh, you got a big name? Huh? Huh? I'll sign you, I'll sign you. I don't know who you are, kid. Get the fuck out. Sick of it, Dad. Yeah, it, it's just bad. I I gotta tell you a few. Th- I I just want to bring up some more things about yeah, Pace keep going. That, are, that are that are just so obvious. So Pace is the same GM that gave Mike Glennon a three year deal, forty five million dollar deal in twenty seventeen. 
drafted a quarterback before he even took a snap. Pace is the same GM that gave away a fourth round pick for Nick Foles last offseason in order to have a runoff. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. Pace is the same GM that has been on the job six seasons and seen the offense he's assembled right down to the quarterback. And we've finished, we haven't even finished in the league's top 21st scoring teams. We did that just once in six years. Top 21, just once in six years in terms of scoring. It Can we, can you get much worse than this? I mean, can you absolutely get much worse than this? No. I ask you. I You can't, and it goes down to, dude, it goes down to Nagy, too. Like, Nagy's not getting in the personnel, and he, you know what, Nagy, keep going up being positive, buddy. You know, you're not going to be around much longer. How, how do we get better from here? I think, I think we don't, and I would like to talk about that. You just gave a man the license to kill a franchise. He knows he's on his last leg. He's obsessed with trading away picks. He's obsessed with big names. Watch out, people. He is going to go apeshit and fuck us. And fuck us really bad for years. You do not give this asshole freedom like they just gave him. Because now he knows he's on a shorter leash. He knows when that leash is about to be up. That's dangerous, man. That is dangerous. So where where do you think he goes with that short leash? Well, I'm just going to tell you. Uh, who else had a short leash? Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Bill O'Brien. And now Deshaun Watson once out of Texas. Because he ruined a franchise. Deshaun got paid, everyone. You don't think Pace is capable of doing what what, what Bill O'Brien did to the Houston? Then you're crazy. You are absolutely crazy. He, he's a cornered dog. Okay? And he's going to bite back. And he doesn't care who he hits. And he doesn't care who it affects. All he's looking for is to save his job. He can't draft. By the way, think about this. If anyone's like, oh, he can address it in the draft? How, Dad? How can he address it in the draft? He can't draft. He can't. And you're, you're telling me rookies are going to come in and make an immediate impact? So we, we, have, we have the worst draft situation coming up that I can remember. We have an extremely low cap, pace, uh, cap space. We have a draft position that you're not going to get a quarterback in any kind of draft position that, that we're currently at. Um, are are we in the twenties? I think drafting. Yeah, we're twentieth. But you, yeah. I mean, you could I get mean, you could get someone, but they're not a for sure thing. I mean, look, nothing's a for sure thing in the draft, but it's going to be some no name guy that takes time to develop. How can it take time to develop? You don't have time with pace. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and also just remember what pace told you back in twenty fifteen that he thought it was a good idea to draft a quarterback every year. And he he done that once in six years. So He's, I'm not so sure we can. I'm not so sure that anything that comes out of Pace's mouth resembles or is acquainted with the truth. He's a scumbag. Like I normally don't attack people personal and their personal character. He's a fucking scumbag. 
Nagy, not a scumbag. Nagy's a good guy. I shit on Nagy, but I can tell he's a good guy. Am I am I generalizing? Yeah. Have I ever met the guy? No, of course not. But there's shit he does. The press conference today, he would not look into the camera. He kept looking down. His eyes were moving. He was doing weird twitches. He continues to lie to this fan base. At least Nagy shoots it straight. Like, Nagy sucks, but shit, man. Yeah. At least he shoots it straight. Who doesn't look into the camera, Dad? It's a press conference, and he is looking down. Uh, listen, uh, we're younger. We have a good roster. Question for you. Let's talk about what he just said. The roster. We have a good roster, Dad. Okay. We got worse offensively. All we yeah. have left now is Mooney. They're going to cut Anthony Miller. Allen Robinson does not want to be anywhere near this team. Allen Robinson can't stand Ryan Pace. Good luck, Allen. I wish the best for you, buddy. I wouldn't want to stay in that organization either. Who do we have weapons-wise? I, I, I can't hardly think of anyone. I mean, even on the defensive side of the ball, Trevathan's done. Anybody that watched Trevathan play this year, my goodness, if... He, Again, shout out to Curtis. He called that in like week two. He did. He did. I, I, I thought it was a great call. And then when you'd watch, it's like anytime Trevathan is guarding anyone on a pass, you might as well say they've caught the pass, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and and look at our cornerback and safety position. I mean, how many picks did we have this year? Yeah. I, don't I mean, it's pathetic. But it's not just that, Dad. What, what, what's even worse is who's who's on the offensive line. Yeah. Well, no one, no one. I mean, we've got Cody. So, so, so we're in it. This is what I'm trying to say. We're in a total fucking rebuild, and we're gonna let the guy that already shit the bed try to fix it. Yeah. That's exactly what's happened. The sheets are ruined. It doesn't matter how many times you wash them. The sheets are ruined. The stain of Ryan Pace is still there. It's always going to be on this franchise until we win a Super Bowl. This is pathetic. We are pissing away another great defense, another chance to win the Super Bowl. When will people wake the fuck up and realize, hey, it's not all about defense. You have to have a good yeah. offense to win. Yeah. You cannot win this league on defense alone yeah. anymore. I couldn't I couldn't agree more with you. And be prepared, Bears fans, because <laughs> not only is Allen Robinson not gonna be there. But all of a sudden, I, Mooney becomes another a number one, right? I mean, he's going to move God, up. I, I hope we don't ruin his career. No, I know, I know. But you know what? I'm you know where I'm going with this, right? So look at our wide receivers. You get rid of Allen Robinson. You've got Mooney. Who else do you have? That's what I just said. They're going to cut. The yep. rumor is they're cutting Anthony Miller. Yeah. So, so who do you have? Nothing. Weems? Nothing. You're going to keep Weems? Yeah. Well, he did so well in the playoffs, right, under pressure. I, well, not only not only that, but how about Ridley? Have you even seen Ridley on the field this no, year? No. So, I mean, come on. You're, 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 you're starting from scratch at that point. You're, you just are. So you, you have no offensive line. You have no wide receivers. You've got an elderly Jimmy Graham. Great catch, Jimmy. Great catch, but you know what? I'm not going to rely on him as 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 a tight end for next year. Komet, I think he's got some potential, but I don't. I he, I he don't seems see like it. a hothead. I don't, I don't see it. Hothead so, aside, I don't see the potential. So 
I, I'm just trying to figure oh, out wait, where. Wait, wait, oh, wait, hold on. We forgot who's going to be the quarterback. What wait, do you mean? Oh, oh my gosh. Wait a second. You mean we don't have a quarterback? That's a first in Bear history. So we're in a five, <laughs> four to five year rebuild minimum. How long are we giving this shit stain? Oh, I mean, I mean, seriously, I, what's the point of putting him in here for another year when we don't have anyone? I don't know. We we don't have anything to replace him with. Ted Thompson, see ya. Yeah, you're a bitch too, yeah. Ted. Ted, I don't. I want to know how these talks went because Ted has. So did McCaskey want Pace gone, and Ted's like, no, we got to stick with him. Because it's between those two, as far as I'm concerned, well, right? Yeah, president of fo- football operations and the the chairman. So, so let's, I don't mean to cut you off, but let's go behind the curtain. What kind of talk could that have been to keep these players? What, is that, what does that talk look like? You mean to keep the personnel. To, 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 I'm sorry, to keep the personnel. I mean, let's say, let's say you're a mouse in that room. You're listening to these executives I have no idea. I mean, I, I I can't I can't even imagine what the rationale looks like for keeping them both. I mean, Carl Douglas couldn't have defended that any better. He's the he was the attorney <laughs> for OJ, by the way. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like what 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 goes through someone's head where they're like, hey. This this could still work. Yeah, that's what I. That's you're you're going where I'm going, man. I it's like what what in the world? We got are you grabbing for? You're like grabbing at clouds. Like oh yeah, I I I think this will. Let's just grab up here. We 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 literally got in on an extended playoff season, guys. Yeah, are we we would not have been in had had we not had that. There, there's no doubt about it. We lucked out. Did we, well, let me put, let me, I take that back. We did not luck out this year. I was afraid that getting into the playoffs was going to solidify Nagy and Pace staying. I, we talked about that in a podcast. I was very worried about it. Um, I don't know if it did or not because I don't know what that dialogue was between McCaskey and others, but. It couldn't have helped, right? Getting into the playoffs didn't help that help that situation. Maybe something would have changed, but now we're not going to know. And the rebuild is on. And this young team, I, I want to find out who they're talking about because the only one I can figure out that they're talking about is Roquan in terms of youth. Maybe uh, Eddie, Cody. Eddie Jackson. And Eddie Jackson. Okay, there's three. So you got to field the fifty-two man team. I mean, Hicks, I mean, Hicks got, is getting up there. Yeah, that's right. So, so basically, we still have three out of fifty-two. Lies. It's just fucking lies. I get. I guess. I guess the McCaskies. That's why I said earlier, rolling around in your grave, right? George Hallis. This is a disgrace to him. That man worked his ass off for this team, and this is how you're going to treat it. This is a fucking joke. Yeah, have some respect Maca- for a legacy. Mac- the legacy. And why do we have to have decrepit old men run this? Like, hey, McCaskey, hey, George, get the fuck out of the way, man. You suck at what you're doing. You suck. You're actually regressing this this whole organization. You had a lucky... The 12... Hey, let me tell you something, bud. 12 and 4? 12 and 4 was a fluke. 
Eight and eight is not a fluke. Eight and eight is damn lucky. Okay? So get ready, buddy. Get ready. I'll tell you what, man. I want Lovey Smith back. <laughs> I would prefer Lovey over what we have. I would take Lovey. We wouldn't win anything, but I mean, at least we would try. Lovey's teams never quit. There is so much quit on our teams, man. So much just fuck this, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, that's where you can tell the locker room's been lost. Um, man, I feel bad. Curtis sent this to me on Monday. Uh, topic for discussion. I'm gonna get. To, I'm just gonna throw it out here. No, anyway. go for it, man. Uh, obviously, he didn't know that we were we were doing this today because again, we wanted to see the press conference. We wanted to see what was going on. Um, T. Uh, what if the Bears hired this from Curtis? By the way, from California. What if the Bears hired Vic uh, Fangio as their head coach instead of Matt Nagy, paired with a Shanahan-style offense? Ooh, I like that. I like that, too. Look, I think Vic is a smart guy. God, we miss Vic. Holy shit, we miss Vic. Yeah. Also glad Vic's gone in a weird way, because I think if Vic stays, that defense plays even better. I think we have a lot closer games. I I think we beat the Lions. I think we... We I think we might go what ten and six maybe with a Vic off uh, with the Vic defense yeah yeah that's a possibility I could see that oh no I it, it just I I get where Curtis is going I would love to see that happen but and, and to be fair I should have yeah. prefaced this before I said it Curtis did send that to me on Monday yeah. so yeah. Yeah, obviously he, the new, the time the news has changed right, right. And come today so right. he obviously did not know that no he he had no no idea he can't read the future any more than we can I wish he could I wish he could too I wish we could well yeah because I'd be where the, where do we go oh, from I, here hey Tyler I'd like the powerball numbers for tonight please I, w- I will get them to you as soon as possible okay thank you so God if we did that this pod would be a lot bigger hey be a full-time job we could be on daily we win the billion in the powerball we're going for the Bears, man. Vested oh, interest. Yeah, we're going to need a lot more than that. Uh, hey, a billion will get get us some bankers looking at us. There we go. We're going to... That's our solution. We're going to buy the Bears. Buy the Bears. First hire of business, Curtis, moving the family to Chicago, bud. There you go. You're the GM. There we go. Solution. Everything solved. Yeah, and look look at the bright side. If we fire people, we can just hang out with them like they're doing. Right, right. Because we could also say that eight and eight was just okay with us. Just okay with us. Yeah, yeah. Why don't we give these guys another try? How do we fix this? As Bears fans, do we just have to sit back and endure? I, you know, I think liquid refreshments are going to be not only. Uh, uh, Optional, but they're going to be required because you're going to need plenty of liquid refreshments. Adult liquid refreshments refreshments to get through these next couple years. Are you are you to the point with me? I have a serious question. I'm rooting for us to lose. Like I want a below eight five hundred record because and I this listen. I'm going to be completely honest. This is the first time in my life I rooted for the Bears to lose. I thought I thought I wish we would have got blown out more by the Saints. I think that might have changed something. I really do. That final score should have been three to twenty-one instead of nine to twenty-one. I've never done this before, guys. But the reason I'm saying it now is because 
obviously we have to lose drastically in order to change. Now, Lovey Smith again was very, very meaty. Like Lovey, Lovey won though. He had winning season. I don't know his record off the top of my head. But again, Lovey didn't have the offense. Again, we go out and we get an offensive-minded guy. We still don't have the offense. What I'm trying to say is, in order for the Bears to get better, we're now going to have to lose again this season. Well, we're going to have to lose big is the issue. Not just lose a little. I mean, we've proven that losing a little is just a reinforcement to keep the people we have. I want five wins minimum or maximum. Yeah. Minimum, we, there is no minimum. If we right. if we went 0-16, that would suck. I, I take that back. I, I don't want 0-16. One win. One win and I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want us to go down as a you know one of those one of those teams. I, I don't want to share that record with I, the Lions. I don't either. That that's that would be horrendous. But I'm with you because we've got to uh, we've got to have change, and the only way I see change coming is these people that are currently in power have to be gone. Right. No, I agree. I agree. Hey, I have to use the restroom real quick, so we're going to pause and we'll be right back. Sounds good. All right, and we're back. All right, so... (sighs) Quarterback situation. Let's talk about this a little bit. We've been linked with a few quarterbacks. Uh, Matt Ryan. I'm going to list them all out. You know what? Let's do this. I'll go one by one. I want your reaction. You say yay yay or nay is a little too hard. Yes or no. And I'll I'll give you the quarterbacks. Matt Ryan? No, over the hill. Matthew Stafford? Maybe. Derek Carr? No. (laughs) Watson. Deshaun Watson. Yeah! I know. Yeah. That, yes. Absolutely. Yes. 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 And yes. And that's the one we're we're linked with. Those are the the ones that are circulating that we are li- linked with. Also, they said, would the Bears be interested in Carson Wentz? Depending on what the Philly situation is now, because Doug Peterson's gone. I've also heard maybe Doug Peterson comes on to be the offensive coordinator for the Bears. I don't see that happening. So. I'm with you. Derek Carr's not bad, though. If we need someone to bridge the gap, and also he fumbles a lot, so he might be a good signing so that we lose more. <laughs> um, yeah, Matt that- Ryan would be a great signing to lose more. Uh, I would be afraid of Deshaun Watson and Matthew Stafford coming in. I feel like they would actually give us a chance to really win. And look, again, I'm only saying this because I need pace gone. We're not going to win anything with that guy. We're going to be in a world of mediocrity. So we definitely need him gone in order to get to where we we need to go. But I would be okay with getting Deshaun, more than okay with getting Deshaun Watson and then getting rid of pace and building around Watson. I would be a-okay with that. Oh, I agree completely. I agree. I just... Here's the thing, though. If we do get Watson, hopefully he loses real quick, like right off the rip, because I or we just don't hit the playoffs. Because obviously the Bears go off record; they don't go off what they're seeing. 
Because what we produced is everyone saw that coming. Oh, yeah. Everyone saw that coming from a mile away. As fans, we sat there. And I also had a question. Speaking of fans, how do you feel not having fans? Do you think that also impacted Nagy and Pace to stay? Oh, if we would have had fans, Trubisky would have played much worse. No, I'm saying, but you didn't answer the question. Do you think that having fans, if we still had, if we had fans in the stadium, that Ryan Pace and uh, Nagy would have stayed? I, I don't think they would have actually. I think that I don't either. I, I think that there would have been such a uh, outcry and such a swell. I think not having fans kept things much more neutral. I do too. I think that when you hear fans out there booing, booing repeatedly, I think that adds an element like booing your team on and off the field. I think that that shows the owners like, oh, yeah, we're not very good. But who knows with the McCaskies? I've been super, super disappointed. This is the lowest I've ever been as a Bears fan. Like, we're, we're regressing in in a way that everyone else seems to be getting better but us. Yeah. The only other time that I was a little bit lower than this was really about a few years before Mike Dick came on board. We had some teams that were just so god-awful. That's true. That it it was really hard to get through a Sunday. I mean, really hard to get through a Sunday. Um, So that's been a while. Now, that's you're talking late seventies, you know. All all we really had, <laughs> we had a we had I think we had sweetness back in the late seventies, but we didn't have much of anything else. We really didn't. Yeah, I mean, this it's kind of looking like that team again. Yeah, it really is. It's it's a, it's a, it's it's alarming. It's alarming. It is. I I, I want to talk about. The, oh man, I don't know his name, but the uh, defensive coordinator for the Rams, he came under from Vic Fangio. He he was a student of his. Let me look yeah, while I, you. I can't think of his name right now. I I know he I know who you're talking about. He kind kind of comes from uh, that that particular tree. No, he did. He literally is like his protege. Oh, it, it it's a direct. Yeah, it's a direct. It, like oh, so what I'm trying to say is, while I'm looking for his name, is that this is why we this is why Sean McVay is a genius. He said, "What beats me every time? What is beating the uh, the Shanahan style and my style of offense? It's Vic. It's Vic freaking Fangio. Mm-hmm. What should I do?" He goes and hires the guy who to be his defensive coordinator who wasn't on anyone's radar and he wasn't qualified for the job. He was only 38. He was never even a, he was never assistant. He was just one of those those other coaches. And he hires him. We need that kind of thinking. That's so that is so outside of the box. It's brilliant. Is it yeah. not? No, I love that. I love that. I I wish wish I could remember the guy's name right now. I know you're looking him up. Uh, I can I can picture who he is. I just really can't seem as we um talk this through. I think you you might have him. Yeah, it's uh Brandon Staley. Yeah, there we go. 
Which, yeah, this is his first, uh, first time being on the Rams. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. He's from Ohio. He's, he was, he's in his, he's 38. Like, it's crazy, man. He, he never really, like, I'm looking at his resume right now. Uh, God. <laughs> I forgot we had him on our staff. Oh, we did? Yep. He was our outside linebackers coach from 17 to 18. Then he was the outside linebackers coach for the Broncos in 2019. Those that 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 right there, Dad, that's his only NFL experience. Everything else was college, small colleges. Like that's amazing. Yeah. What he and hats off to Sean McVay. Like, holy shit. He he went out and he found someone young, youthful, full of ideas and gave him a shot. And that defense is playing good. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Very good. Do you see any possibility of at all for us to Make a trade. I we no. I, I was gonna say make a trade for a coach, but I don't see that happening. Do you feel like right now it's scary because we're in the Wild West and we don't know what Pace is gonna do? Yeah, yeah. What do you think he did? Do, do, do well, you he, think he goes after what? What do you think he's gonna do? Not I how think, you would fix it. What do you think he's gonna do this off season? Well, I think he's gonna roll big because this could be his last roll. So he's gonna take the dice. He's going to roll big. I think he's going to try to go after like a Deshaun Watson. I think he does go after Deshaun. Yeah, I really do. I think he'll go after him. That's a real catch-22 um, for yeah, Bears fans. Yeah, it is. Because, see, I real, really want him to land him. And I don't want to put a feather in his cap, but Watson is a, is a franchise quarterback. He is a person who you could build around. So... I, I, I could easily see him. Now, if he doesn't go after Deshaun Watson, um, I still think he's going to try to make some big moves because here's, here's what it is. Pace is saying to himself, okay, if I'm honest, I pretty much crapped the bed here in Chicago. My one big pick that, I've, that was a swing and a miss on Trubisky, if I'm going to work ever again, after this year, and we don't win, I've got to be known for something. Because you know what? The Khalil Mack situation is not like that's going to keep your career alive. He he talked about that, too. I guess Mack was injured all year and may or may not need a surgery in the offseason on his shoulder. Hmm. Again, though, the Khalil Mack thing's not looking good. That's no. not looking like a good trade. Uh, I think I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I think he's he going to swing for the fences, man. Yeah, I think he swings, and I think he swings big, hard, and fast, yep. man. I, I do. don't, I don't know what's going to happen with that. If now the even worse sign is if he doesn't, that will really, really tell you. That'd a be lot. good. No, that'd be good. No, it would be good, but that will tell you a lot in terms of where. But that this particular staff is at. They, okay, they've but, just given up at that point in time. I mean, giving up with capital G. I, I disagree. I totally disagree with that. I don't think they're giving up at all. Why would they give up? That's arrogance. That's not giving up at all, Dan. How is that giving up? 
I'm just curious. Like, why how, Why are you looking at it as giving up by not doing anything? Um, Because they don't have enough to build on. Yeah, but, like, you're saying that, right? As right. a fan. Right. Look at it from their perspective. That's not giving up. That's we know what we have, and what we have is good enough. That's not giving up. Okay. Then it's delusional. Thank Be- you. There, because, there. because if what you have is... N- if if you have an unrealistic vision that what you have is gold and what you actually have is shit, but then you're it, then you're not then you're not seeing things correctly. But isn't like that's the number one adjective to describe Brian Pace is delusional. Well, like think about it, man. He is delusional. He signed Robert Quinn for a hundred and thirty million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And he got Glennon for $45 million. He, he trades to get Nick Foles, who goes absolutely nowhere and does absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like, I'm so afraid we just given the, the, a gunslinger who's reckless a gun. Like, his guns have been taken away. He was about to go to jail or get, a, get out of our town forever, and now we have given him full operating control without any limits and he is gonna fuck some stuff up now if he gets to Sean Watson like I said earlier we need to talk about this this is a catch 22 because I want Deshaun too he's in the prime of his career who wouldn't it depends what we have to give up for him but maybe Deshaun still loses because if they have a losing season, even though they get Deshaun, they're gonna the Bears have to say, no, there's no more time. You're not getting year seven. You know, they've got to, but you know what I'm tired of, Tyler, is every time I try to use logic and reason with this Bear franchise. I mean, think about it. We had a we had a six game losing streak. Six game slide in the middle of the season, and our offense had almost utterly disappeared. I believe in the third quarter, we are the worst third quarter scoring team in NFL history. I mean, it, it's just, it's it was historically bad, and we don't get rid of these guys after this? Yeah. I, what, what is it? What, what is, what is, what does that look like? No. Seriously. I, I'm completely with you. All logic is out of the window. That's why, and, and what does Ted Thompson do? Does Ted Thompson just collect paychecks? I I think so. Maybe maybe Ted every now and then gives gives you know Pace a pep talk or something. I I, don't know. I have what he no does. idea. I, I don't I don't understand it at all. I, it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. So <sighs> it is what it is, right? Like it, we're just gonna have to. I think here here's what it's gonna be, Bear fans. I everyone knows. Strap strap on your seatbelts because the ride you're about to go on is not going to be a fun one. Yeah, with that being said, uh it's the end of the season. We're gonna take a little break in the off season. We might come back. I don't know. If people want to talk, DM us. But this is not our final episode of the year. We do want to do a whole entire episode, maybe a whole day around um the playoffs and 
or not the playoffs. Jeez, I'm thinking of the playoffs uh, around the Bears and hear from you guys and hear from fans and get get your guys because again, this show's about you trying to get get your get you a voice. Um, we know not everyone has time to do their own podcast, so we kind of want to make our podcast open form for everyone. So we will do that. I don't want to do it this Saturday. I'm just going to be completely honest with you guys because we do have games on Saturday. I would like to drink a few brewskis and sit back and watch the Packers hopefully lose to the Rams. <laughs> we can have them that, winning the that Super would, Bowl. That would be sweet. But I'm thinking the Saturday after that because there will be there'll only be two games in because you're looking at the two championship games to go right. to the Super Bowl. Right. So I was thinking we'll do it the Saturday before that. Before so not be this cool. Saturday, but next Saturday. So mark that in your calendars. If any, and if that doesn't work for someone, look, we're free to we're we're we're, we're pretty open schedule wise. So if that doesn't work for you, we'll we'll figure out something else. You know what I mean? So we won't do it the sixteenth. Plan on doing it the twentieth. And we'll go from there, but uh, yeah, and I, I don't say this a lot. This is the end of the, towards the end of the season. So, hey, guys, if you do like this podcast, uh, please help us try to grow. Spread the word. Uh, appreciate it. Rate, subscribe, review, download. We appreciate the love. Uh, just, we love doing this. It's fun. It, it helps us vent. And, yeah. and bitch, and, and it helps us celebrate and be joyous when it does happen. So w- yep. we appreciate everyone. Yep, we really do. Thank you. All right, with that being said, remember, it's always a good time when you bear down. <laughs>